0: Breaking news from The Athletic. Hey everybody, this is Scott Burnside from The Athletic NHL with some breaking news on this day and joined by my good pal, Pierre... LeBron. Pierre, you and I did a podcast a couple days ago and things were looking a little bit bleak in terms of uh, when or how the NHL might return for a truncated 2020-21 season. Uh, Still lots of hurdles to to, uh, navigate, um, but you're reporting uh, along with some others uh, in recent hours that that we may have have reached, if not a breakthrough, at least a template that would see the NHL return in mid-January with a 52- or 56-game schedule. What can you tell us?
1: Yeah, well, let's start by giving credit where credit is due. My TSN buddy, Frank Mm -hmm. Saravelli really helped us. uh, We awoke to some news from Frank uh, around 7.30 a.m. that there had been some late-night developments between the NHL and NHLPA as far as exchanging season proposals and uh, as I dove into that, uh, absolutely the case. And, and what was discussed last night between both sides was both the 52 and a 56 game scenario. But uh, as I wrote today for The Athletic, the uh, the preference from both sides would be 56 games for obvious reasons. <laughs> the more games you play, the more TV money you get out of it. Um, it's going to be so important to try and, and get every dime you can in a year in which revenues are going to get crushed with uh likely no fans or few fans in arenas um so that's you know so in a nutshell what i would tell you is that both sides went about a week without talking there was a lot of angst and anger about the nhl a few weeks ago asking the players to tweak uh cba terms that had just been agreed to in june right, right. uh in terms of more salary deferral so they went about a week without talking everyone took their toys and went home But I think last Friday, I'm told, both sides thawed the non-communication and started talking again. And certainly over the past few days, it's it's heated up. But what's really, as far as I can tell, happening is that they are trying to resolve a lot of the non-economic issues. So that if they ever do resolve the economic issues, everything else is ready to go, if that makes any sense. So, you know, how many games are we playing? When are we dropping the puck? So they've moved from January 1st to mid-January now as a target date for puck drop. They hope to award the Stanley Cup by early July. Um, but they have not resolved the financial uh, stalemate, Scotty. And, and you know, I wrote today that I think when push comes to shove over the next week, the players might be willing to, to give a little more salary deferral, not as much as the league wants. But I quickly got a text from a player agent after reading my piece who said, no, we're not getting an inch. So who knows? I, I mean, it's uh, – and I don't blame the players, by the way, if they don't because they had the pandemic in mind when they negotiated the MOU for the CBA back in June. But anyway, still progress over the last 24 hours, even if we're not there yet.
0: What? Right. Well, it, what strikes me as being critical about all this, Pierre, and, and as you point out, is, okay, so you push the economic – element to the side. Um, it's it's an elephant, so it took some pushing. But it, it strikes me that this is absolutely critical for the league and players to continue to have discussions uh, about just what things are going to look like. There are a million moving parts to try and get some form of 2021 season mm-hmm. uh, on the books, right? I mean, we already know that we're almost certainly going to have an all-Canadian division. Uh, realign the remaining 24 teams in the U.S. into three 18 divisions. Uh, it strikes me that you can't you can't just wait for what can we come to an economic agreement that works for both players and owners to move forward, and then turn your attention to to the really critical details of what the season will look like. The, to me, mm-hmm. it has to be – you have to be ready to move as quickly as possible and play as many games as possible once you get that economic part settled. Does that make sense? It, like It's almost like yeah. two tracks, right?
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly what I think is going on right now, Scotty. And um, and, and And again, <laughs> let's not forget the other elephant in the room. Uh, a horrible pandemic that continues to cost lives and make people sick around the world, and you know we're in a terrible second wave right now in both the U.S. and Canada, and the NHL can't ignore that. So, if it wasn't daunting enough that at some point they hope over the next week or two to, to figure out their financial stalemate, they were also going to have to read the pandemic and say, okay, can we yeah. really drop the puck around January fifteenth, right? Um, and so that's the other thing that the league is going to, ha- and, and you know, by delaying things a couple more weeks here because they had hoped for January 1st, now it's January 15th, they have given themselves a bit more leeway to, to do just that, right, to see where this goes.
0: Yeah. Do what you, I, I mean, yes, play as many games as possible. What, what's your sense of, you know, when we, you and I talked about this, but the 2012 lockout to, uh, um, you know, end up with a 48 game schedule. Um, what, is there a, Is there a minimum game number that you think that the league and players look at? Um, Because you're right. Let's assume you get the economics settled. COVID may, in fact, force the NHL into saying, wait a minute, we, we can't... You know, we can't go on January 15th. We'll have to look at February 1st. And we know with the Olympics in Tokyo set to run about the third week of July, um, the NHL needs to be wrapped up with its playoffs, uh, let's call it the middle of July, so that they can get back on a normal track for the fall of 21. Is there a minimum game number you think that, you know, is a sort of a, a line in the sand that you have to play at least those number of games?
1: Well right now officially it's 52. They don't want to look yep. underneath 52, but you know all you can know, do is look at the past and in 12 13 after a lockout wiped out half the year they played 48, right? Yep. Um so I always say look at past practice 94 95 lockout. Um I think that was 48 that, that year as well unless I or is it 46? <laughs> but I don't know. I can't remember that far. I
0: was. I, I trust you to know all these numbers. Yeah, I, know. I I think it was 48.
1: <laughs> yeah, but in, in any case, uh, you know, they don't want to go underneath 52 right now. But, you know, if we've learned anything about the year 2020 is <laughs> you got to think fast on your feet that, you know, they're going to make best. They, both sides want to have a season, and, and that's really the number one thing right now, that you don't sense one wants it more than the other. Both sides want it. Yeah, their owners who claim behind the scenes that if they don't have fans in the building, they'd be better off not to have a season at all. Yeah, there's a handful, I think. But in general, most owners want to have a season. Well, and uh, I mean, big picture,
0: I mean, what is the damage or potential damage to the league if you don't play a season uh, vis-a-vis a a new television deal, which should be up uh, before the start of the 21-22 season, all the regional television deals. Like There is an enormous amount at stake big picture for this league that there is some form of 2021 season played right i mean then and i think you're right so let me finish then with asking you knowing that uh, do do you have some uh, or a level of optimism that especially given that we're now looking at mid-january and knowing the work going there that that the economics will get resolved and maybe sooner than later
1: i think they will i I mean i think again the 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 desire to play will trump all. I just hope the players, if they do agree to, to more salary deferral, get something out of it. They should. I mean, as I as I repeat this many many times, if the tables were turned and the players were <laughs> going to the owners four months after a new CBA was signed, asking for tweaks to the finances, what do you think? NHL's reaction would have been, or 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 the hardline owners.
0: Oh come on, they'd be saying, "Yeah, whatever you like, whatever you like, boys, no problem." But
1: I (laughs) but I do think ultimately this this gets resolved, and and then we'll find out if some teams open up with outdoor games, (laughs) which is which was a whole other story yesterday, as we reported on. uh, You know, Pittsburgh, Boston, L.A. talking internally about multiple outdoor games. LA actually in the lat, late uh, uh, later half of the season is what yep. they'd like to do. Whereas I think Boston and Pittsburgh early on and other teams as well looking at the outdoor option. But I don't know how the NHL truly feels about that. So that that, that whole part of it is to be determined. But let's hope we're having that conversation because it means that the, the PA and the league have signed off on a season.
0: Yeah, well, and for sure, you should always be staying with the Athletic for the ongoing coverage of The NHL and its plans to return sooner than later, hopefully, for 2021. Pierre Lebrun, you have been outstanding. So thank you for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics New Headlines section for much more on this story. Thanks very much.